My family and I are heading out on vacation this week, and I have to confess that I am looking forward to some rest, physical rest and spiritual rest, reconnecting with my body, my heart, and my family. Rest, reconnection, and reflection are vital to our spiritual lives. They renew my sense of gratitude for life and family and ministry. They help me remember and recenter my priorities, and they refresh my energy, my attitude, and my enthusiasm. I am looking forward to taking time to step back from life and take in the bigger view. One might say, spending some time observing life from the balcony instead of the dance floor. We're driving for our vacation this year, and family road trips have included some memorable conversations with our children. On one such occasion several years ago, our then seven-year-old informed us that because his feet weren't very big, he didn't have a very big footprint, and so he didn't produce a lot of pollution. In our world filled with wordplay, it's easy to take for granted that everyone will understand metaphor. But some of us process information a lot more literally than others, and that is the challenge Jesus is facing in the gospel today. The community with whom he's in conversation are taking his statement that he's the living bread for the life of the world quite literally. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? They ask in verse 52. Jesus is speaking about bread as life-giving and unifying. Bread in a loaf is definitely life-giving as it fills a necessary bodily hunger and imparts nutrition and energy. That one we get. And it unifies us as human beings because we all have bodies that get hungry and need to fe be fed to live. Hunger, that realization that we need to be fed, that we have an emptiness in us, is part of living. And when we recognize our own hunger pangs, we also recognize the hunger pangs of every human being. And that we are united in our need for food, our need to be fed. That's the kind of bread Jesus listeners are talking about, the kind we put in our mouths. But Jesus wants People, wants more for people than just full bellies. Jesus wants to transform our hearts more and more into the fullness of knowing and serving God. Jesus gives himself as the metaphorical bread of life, bread that nurtures our spiritual, emotional, and relational life, bread that fills our deep hunger to be seen and known loved and cherished, bread through which we become one with God and with one another.
The bread of life makes us one. One people, many parts of the body of Christ. When we eat Jesus, we become Jesus. We become that bread of life for the world. We become a source of life and hope. Every interaction of our lives, big and small, with family and strangers, becomes a moment of sharing God's love and grace. A moment of opportunity. Jesus gives us the bread of life, that we might have life and live it fully, faithfully, and joyfully and that we might share that faith and joy to bring life to others. I invite you to take some time in the next week or two before the fall rush begins to step back and reflect. What do you hunger for? What in your life is life-giving What might you need to change or give up to experience life more fully? And how might you be bred for the world? These are the very questions I'll be reflecting on. Some of us will answer more literally, some more metaphorically. And then I invite you to share some of your reflections with one another, in person or virtually, over the next few weeks. Or you could even share them with someone who isn't part of Trinity as a way to invite them to worship with us. Rest, reconnection, renewal. As we move into prayer for one another and for our world, we prepare our hearts and minds to gather around God's table to receive the bread of life. Fed with the bread of God's grace and mercy, we move away from the table. Strengthened in our faith and hope, we ready ourselves to be that bread of life for the world. In the words of Eucharistic Prayer C, Deliver us from the presumption of coming to this table for solace only and not for strength, for pardon only and not for renewal. Let the grace of this Holy Communion make us one body, one spirit in Christ, that we may worthily serve the world in his name.